Hello, everybody. Happy 2022. I hope everyone is being safe. Welcome back to the Get Fit podcast series. It has been a long time. This is your host, Andy Gallardo, Director of Wellness for Kaiser Permanente Southern California. And today I am super stoked. You'll realize why I say stoked in a minute to be talking with Sean Lake, a former professional snowboarder and founder of Bubs Naturals a line of all-natural supplements, and the company name Bubs has an awesome backstory, which I won't spoil in the intro. If you take anything away from this episode, I hope it's the importance of developing healthy habits and taking good care of yourself, and most importantly, trying new things. A couple of quick disclaimers. The information is not intended to replace your healthcare professional. Opinions of hosts and guests do not represent the views or opinions of Kaiser Foundation Health Plan, KFHP, Kaiser Foundation Hospitals, KFH, or Southern California Permanente Medical Group, SCPMG. Neither KFHP, KFH, or SCPMG receive any compensation for products or services mentioned on the show, nor do they endorse or promote any products mentioned. With that, welcome back and enjoy the show. All righty, Sean Lake, welcome to the Get Fit Podcast. All right, thanks for having me. Hey, so we pretty much start every show just by giving you the opportunity to just tell our listeners, tell us who you are, where'd you come from, where'd you grow up, all the good stuff. Oh, wow. Uh, okay, I, I will I will fire that right off there. Um, I should remember this stuff. So I grew up in a little town called Winchester, Massachusetts. Um, I was actually born in Gloucester, Massachusetts. So anyone who's familiar with uh, that movie and book, The Perfect Storm, um, that is a nod to my childhood. Yeah, or more yeah. recently, uh, Wicked Tuna, if you guys have ever caught that show. Um, I can I can proudly say that I have caught tuna off of Gloucester next to the Wicked Tuna guys in the last oh, wow. couple of years. Um, but I was, I was raised in Massachusetts. Um, I grew up there, middle child. And uh, anyone who's a middle child out there knows what that means. It means I was a, a little bit of that black sheep element of the family. So always doing things a little bit differently, marching to my own drumbeat, um, really gravitated towards individual sports, not team sports. Um, you know, I did all the things, soccer and football and, and stuff growing up. But by high school, I was I was the guy who was like, that skateboarding stuff looks really fun. I'm going to go check that out. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I just loved – I always loved activities that were me pushing myself. And that would be track. That would be swimming. That would be these other activities where it's just kind of you and the goal. Um, I didn't read into it at the time. I, I can sort of reflect back and recognize that. Um, went to college in what I would refer to as the most punk rock school that I could find. Um, I told my parents I wanted to go to school at New Mexico State University. So imagine a guy from suburban Massachusetts yeah. <laughs> going to fly to El Paso, Texas, and then drive up to a little town called Las Cruces uh, to go to college. Um, as you can imagine, that didn't last long. I dropped out after my freshman year uh, to pursue a dream of becoming a professional snowboarder. Um, again, enter pin dropping sound at the dinner table when I talked to mom about dropping out of college. Uh, surprisingly, though, she wasn't uh, she wasn't opposed to it because when you're kind of shuffling through college with a C plus uh, grade point average, you're kind of pissing away your parents' money. And and I knew it and she knew it. 
and I just had this itch for adventure that had been with me, you know, ever since I could remember skateboarding, snowboarding, these adventure based sports and activities. So I dropped out of college with my best buddy, Glenn Doherty, uh, my older brother, Guy, and we moved to Utah. We went to another state I'd never been to to uh to go and move to a place called snowbird utah uh outside of sandy utah which is just outside of salt lake and um got a job washing dishes at a restaurant at the resort and that was my the start of my snowboarding career i i got really lucky i got sponsored for snowboarding uh, about a year later um just got some light level endorsements you know washing dishes banging nails in the summer working construction just making ends meet to try yeah. and live this dream of yeah. being in the mountains um, my brother went back to college and glenn stuck it out with me and uh you know five years later i was a you know kind of a low level pro snowboarder i was getting paid and traveling and just living the dream i was turning 25 and i'd been to europe twice and alaska and i'd got to travel around um, and, uh, and that kind of led me down to that path of, uh, what are you going to do with your life? And, you know, you turn 25, all of our buddies from high school had graduated. Um, half of them were married. They all had real jobs. And then you got Glenn and myself that are, you know, river raft guide in the summer, painting houses, uh, going on surf trips. And, uh, we kind of realized at that age, Hey man, you can't, we can't do this forever. Yeah. At some point, we have to do something different. And we saw like the old ski bums, like the guys that were in their 30s and 40s. And we were like, yeah, it doesn't look so good. Yeah. Um, so for my part, I was ready to go back to school. I had that itch to apply myself and, and kind of like figure out what was next. So I wanted a degree in political science. I went and enrolled in the Salt Lake Community College and into the University of Utah, and I pipelined my way through. Um, newsflash to anyone listening to the podcast, parents don't pay for college on round two. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a one-and-done program. You had that shot, huh? Yeah, so so I had to pay for college, but you know I was making money from snowboarding. At that time, I was waiting tables and banging nails and painting houses and doing all the stuff. So. Uh, what I did know about college is when you do have to pay for it yourself, you sit in the front row, you attend every lecture and you get the most out of that experience. And I, I'm so glad I did it that way because I didn't have it in me the first round. I wouldn't have remembered a thing for my first years uh, at college. When I went back at 25, I was ready. I was ready to, to dig in and, and it was my money. So it, it just mattered a lot more, right. I guess. Um, and I mapped out a way to go to school and still snowboard. So I went to school summer semester and fall semester, and then I took the winter off. So I still got to have my full season snowboarding. And, you know, I could oblige all my sponsors and film and take photos and do all the things you, you did at the time for snowboarding. And my best buddy, Glenn, his inflection point was, you know, I think I'm going to join the Navy and become a Navy SEAL. And, and now a little framework on timing. This was in the 90s. This was in 1995. So so I'm old. I'm 50 now. Um, I'm not old, but you know what I mean. Gotcha. Uh, so, so, you know, Glenn's like, yeah, I'm going to join the Navy. And I'm like, wait, what? You're going to do what? And it's a very radical transition to go from ski bum to Navy SEAL. 
Um, but he was the kind of guy who could set those kind of goals and just do it. He was that person, like mindset and, and, and go and accomplish that. So I drove him down to the Navy recruiter's office. He signed his paperwork. Next thing you know, he's going off to basic training. And a year later, I'm going to his buds graduation, um, which you can imagine what that would look like. Going down to Coronado onto the grinder where all these guys are graduating from buds and this motley crew of ski bums with shaggy hair rolls in there to watch their buddy graduate from buds. And, you know, everyone kind of like looks at you like, who are these guys? <laughs> now, so, did you did you and your friends have any inclination at all to join Glenn in this in that route or? Well, you, had you know, you know that, that's an interesting question because, you know, it never occurred to me. Not once. I had set out to uh, to accomplish a goal, and and it wasn't for lack of patriotism. It wasn't for lack of, you know, wanting to serve. It was a lack of awareness that that would even be on the menu. It just wasn't in our dialogue. It wasn't in our, it wasn't in our headspace. Um, when Glenn and I moved to Utah, it was right when the first Iraq invasion happened, 1990, 91. Right. And I remember. It was like early January and we're, you know, we're 18, 19 years old and we're looking up at the TV screen and, you know, George Bush, President Bush, the original Bush was giving this big State of the Union address talking about going in, invading Iraq. And we were like, whoa, you know, first war in our lifetime type right. of thing. And it was right. it was definitely had gravity, but we were there to be ski bums. We were there to chase powder. We weren't there to fight like it just didn't occur to us and right. it also didn't seem like it was needed if that makes sense sure so no none of the ski bums none of our buddies from that life were were even thinking that way i drove glenn to the to the recruiter and i remember you know he swore me to secrecy he's like don't tell any of our friends i'm doing this like i want to tell them i want to roll this out i'll let them know and i asked him why and you know, I, I remember having the conversation with him as clear as day that this wasn't because like you know America needed another soldier. It was it was far more about the personal challenge. What was Glenn capable of? And this seemed like the highest expression that he could find of testing his merit and and testing his you know his resolve, his skill sets, all of those things. Um, he had met a couple of Navy SEALs on one of his vacations and those guys, like he spent a couple of days with them and they definitely, they got it in his head that he yeah. could do that. You know, they kind of pumped him up a little bit and he's like, wow, I, I'd never considered that. So it didn't come out of left field. It came out of the opportunity of meeting some guys that kind of evaluated Glenn, hung out with him and they're like, Hey man, like, you know, you got what it takes. I laugh at thinking about that because of course he had long shaggy hair, you know, full hippie lifestyle. Yeah. And, uh, and then he made this big switch, but no, uh, you know, long answer there, but, but hadn't really occurred to us. I mean, the Navy recruiter asked me when I pulled up with Glenn, he's oh, like, yeah. you're going to come in son. And I'm like, Nope. Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> I'll wait in the parking lot. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, wow. So, I mean, that's, that's quite a background. Uh, I'm going to make a big jump here to, to 2017. You founded a company called Bubs Naturals, a very special name. Tell us how you kind of got to that point in, in the story leading up to the, the formation of the company. 
Yeah. So, you know, obviously, if you can't tell, Glenn was my absolute best friend. He was my yeah. brother. He was, you know, we just did most everything together from our teenage years into our 20s. I mean, literally in between his deployments, he would come home, pop out to Utah. I ended up taking a job in snowboarding after I got done riding that moved me to Encinitas, California and San Diego. Glenn was stationed down in Coronado. A couple of years later, he bought a house in Encinitas. So, like, you know, we're, we're, we're thick as thieves. Yeah. We're roommates yeah, in our late back 30s. in the game, yeah. We got the gang back together. Um, and I had run through this career in action sports marketing. I was the team manager for Burton Snowboards for a while. Uh, I worked with Sean White. That's why I moved to Encinitas because okay. Sean lived in Carlsbad. So, um, you know, I started there and then I worked with ESPN and the X Games and, like, these – these different marketing properties that were really evolving as snowboarding and surfing were all kind of, you know, exploding in popularity. Um, and then my best buddies, you know, right down the street in Coronado in the Navy. So we got the band back together. Um, and then next thing you know, we're roommates in our late thirties, two guys that had gotten divorces and we're kind of figuring out what was next. Um, I had my career path set in, in marketing and Glenn was, figuring out what to do. He served 10 years in the US Navy. He got out and he was contracting for the CIA. So he was a GRS security agent working with the CIA um, as an independent contractor. Great money, but he would go on these really dangerous deployments yeah. several times a year. So it'd be like three months on, three months off, that kind of thing. Wow. And he was really trying to figure out what to do next. Am I going to be a firefighter, an airline pilot? Am I going to become a physician's assistant? Like what, what part of his past and what, what adrenaline filled career path could he choose to keep him going and motivated and, and excited? Well, in the fall of, or kind of summer of 2012, he decided, okay, man, like I'm going to go back to school and I'm going to get my physician's assistant, my PA degree. I'm going to go to the University of Utah, move back there. I'm going to like tighten my belt and I'm going to buckle down and get this degree and get back in the workforce. So his last deployment with the CIA was to Tripoli in Libya. So, you know, a little history lesson there. Um, it was right after the fall of Gaddafi and the U.S. was just for the first time sending in government personnel into the area to help secure like, you know, missiles and, and armaments and stuff like that. And Glenn was there to provide security for them. Um, well, you know, 9-11 of 2000, um, 2012 happened. And that was obviously, you know, the anniversary of our 9-11, right. but was also the terrorist attacks of Benghazi. Uh, four Americans were killed there. There's a movie, 13 Hours, about it. And Glenn was one of the two Navy SEALs that was killed in Benghazi, Libya. So I was Glenn's uh, next of kin on all of his government paperwork. I was the executor of his estate, power of attorney, blah, blah, blah. You know, like all, all the things. Yeah. So all of a sudden, I'm my life takes a really radical change. Um this is a very public incident. It was all over the news, really, for a couple of years. The movie comes out. Michael Bay makes a giant bang it up movie. And, you know, my best friend is one of the characters in his movie. Yeah. It was surreal. surreal yeah. Um, but, you know, out of tragedy 
a lot of good things can happen. And and one of the things that happened out of that tragedy was this this kind of galvanizing energy to keep Glenn's memory alive. Glenn was this guy that stood for so much and he was so inspirational to so many. So let's start with the fun stuff. He was the life of the party. Like Andrew, literally, if you went and hung out with Glenn, you'd crack a beer, he would make you laugh till you fell off your your, your chair and you would remember him and just the, the energy around that. And Glenn would remember every single detail about what your exchanges were and he would follow up and care. And so we used to joke, Glenn had hundreds of best friends. Like I was one, you know, maybe I was the closest one, but there were hundreds of best friends for Glenn. And we wanted to keep his memory alive. We wanted to keep Glenn at the table. So his family and I started a foundation to help special operators and their families transition out of active duty to civilian life. Uh, fill gaps in the GI Bill, scholarships, right. stuff like that. Right. And that was the Glenn Doherty Memorial Foundation. So I suddenly went from action sports marketing guy to being involved in the charitable space. And I had no experience to do that. But man, talk about a really incredibly satisfying um, initiative. It was, it was great. We were helping guys make that transition. We were helping guys solve for the problem that Glenn couldn't solve for. Right. Right. And, and you see these hero stories of people like, yeah, I want to get out. Maybe I want to be a pilot. And then three years later, they write you an email. Hey man, thanks so much. Like your scholarship helped me accomplish this goal. Now I'm a pilot. Oh, that's incredible. And yeah. It's incredible stuff. So I found myself in a very different space. Um, I also had to go toe to toe with parts of the U.S. government regarding, you know, death benefits and how we take care of our government workers that are not, um, you know, that are that are 1099s that are independent contractors. There's a there's a whole backstory around that that was a pretty wild experience. Um, you know, I got to sit down with. John Kerry, who was the Secretary of State at the time, I met um, John Brennan, who was the director of the CIA, who was, you know, ultimately Glenn's boss, right? And and really plead the case for how we take care of these workers that are so important to our nation's security. And you know, like the snowboarder guy sitting at the table yeah. with John Brennan, it was it was pretty wild, um, but it was also incredibly meaningful. And and to be able to be a part of something that implements positive change, I think, and to be of service is something I learned more later in life and is, is pretty impactful and important. And that's kind of what led to the Bubs brand. So the foundation started, you know, we're, we're honoring Glenn's memory. And in 2017, I discover a product that is absolutely game changing. Um, I was 45 years old at the time. And my wife came home from work with a jar of collagen protein. Now I tried whey protein and different proteins and stuff like that. And I was never much of, of a user of those things. Now at 45, just to set the stage, I had been doing CrossFit for almost 10 years. Uh, Glenn had gotten me immersed in the sport of CrossFit. Um, I'd been snowboarding, mountain biking, surfing, doing all the things, right? I never stopped, but my body was beat to shit. So pardon my French yeah. for, 
Any listeners, Another but, feeling, yeah. You know, I, I had a lot of miles on the body at 45, and I was like, man, I'm starting to slow down. I'm not squatting like I used to. My deadlift is suffering. I got little tweaks and aches and pains. So she buys me collagen, and she's like, hey, you're not getting any younger, and I need to preserve your old ass because we just had a baby, and she was pregnant with our second. And she's like, you know, it's we got to got to make sure you're doing good. So I start taking collagen. I didn't know anything about it other than she told me to put a scoop in my coffee every morning. And so I did. It's unflavored. And about a month into it, my fingernails are growing like crazy. Now, I, I said I, I tried different supplements before, but I'd never really noticed like noticing physical things happening. That was proof that something was happening. My fingernails growing. But a week later, I needed a haircut. I had just gotten a haircut. So I'm like, all right, that's two data points something's happening. What's in this stuff? Um, and then about a month later, about two months in, I'll never forget. I got out of bed and, and traditionally getting out of bed was a very laborious process. I had to kind of warm up my knees and kind of get my body going and then I could jump up and then I'd be okay. But I literally jumped out of bed, went about my morning and I remember noticing and like calling out to my wife, Oh my God, nothing hurts. Like we had, we had literally flown from San Diego to Boston that day and we got off the airplane and I felt great. And normally five hours cramped on an airplane, I'm miserable. You know, I'm six foot three. So like I'm, I I need a little space and I wasn't getting it. So I'm grabbing our bags and I'm moving around and I'm like, I feel amazing. She's like, Oh, that's nice, dear. I'm like, no, what the hell's in this collagen stuff? Because I should be miserable right now and I feel great. And Andrew, I've felt that level of great ever since. So I really dove into collagen. I fell in love with the product. It's It works. It is as simple as that. And I learned about why it works. Like what are amino acids? What's behind this product that's making my fingernails grow, making my hair grow, but more importantly for me, that's making me recover better and is making my joints feel good. And you know, like I'm learning about glycine, this, this amino acid that is loaded in collagen that produces synovial fluid, the simple concept that just really pays dividends. And I just fell in love with the product. Um, and that's, that's know, the fluid that makes your joints work better, right? Like that's what you yeah. kind of need to get, get going for those kind of creaky bones and the, and all that stuff, right? Bingo. Yep. And, and I and I'm not a scientist. I'm right. I'm literally like your your sports marketing guy who likes to tell stories. And here I am, like immersed in this product that is it's all over our bodies. So I learned that collagen is the most abundant protein in the human body. Wow, I didn't know that. Like I I'd rarely even heard of collagen, let alone finding out that it's the most abundant protein in our bodies. Then finding out that after your early mid twenties, you make less and less of it, so it just kind of depletes. Mm-hmm. And so you're when you turn thirty, you turn forty. Now fifty, um, you really don't have as much collagen as you used to. So enter aches and pains, wrinkles, uh, you know, not as full of nails and hair, and your gut health, your bone density. All these things are connective tissues, and that's what collagen supports: connective tissue. So. I learned, you know, it's it's called the glue that holds us all together. Oh, okay. So really, we all need collagen. 
because we're not naturally getting it from our diet and we're living longer and longer, which is fantastic, but it's one of the things we can do to support ourselves. So I just became a rabid fan. Like I will buy this product the rest of my life. Like it's, it's my new multivitamin. Yeah. And, and, and the company came about bubs naturals came about when my business partner tj came over to the house uh, he was just a buddy that you know he swung by we were going to talk about a work project he sees the jar of collagen on the counter and he's like oh you take that stuff and i start raving just like i, I just did with you about how great i feel and and how it's, it's been the most amazing change in my life and he just casually says oh well we should start a company <laughs> Exactly. That's what I did. I chuckled. I'm like, I'm like, oh yeah, I got a one-year-old like spinning laps around on the floor behind you, but, but let's talk about starting the company. And, you know, we, we sat down and talked about it and we looked at each other and we both said at the exact same time, well, whatever we do, we have to do something cool for charity. That was the opening line, like the DNA of whatever thing we would do had to be charitably minded. And I just lit up like a Christmas tree. I'm like, well, I know the charity. It's got to be Glenn's charity. And Glenn's call sign in the Navy was Bub. So he named the company Bub's Naturals as a tribute to Glenn and his way of life. Glenn was this guy that stood for self-improvement. And Glenn was always helping others like, boom, those two things just came together. And, uh, you know, we, we took the name out to Glenn's family, some of Glenn's teammates, and, uh, they all came back and said the same thing. Now Glenn would kick your ass if you don't do this. <laughs> so you better do it. Uh, and that's it. You know, we, 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 we just, we just fired it off and, and said, let's go. Yeah. You know, I want to, um, I want to go back to something that you said and you know obviously I I never had the chance to meet Glenn but I I've, I've seen lots of pictures and he has this look on his face that tells me two things number 1 he's got this kind of grin like what are we doing next like this adventurous kind of mischievous grin and two you said something that that I actually can see in him in his pictures and that he looks like somebody I could go to for help like if I'm yeah. in trouble, I could call him or reach out to him. And I and I definitely could just have to imagine that that just made him the most amazing Navy SEAL possible. And uh, and thank you, you know, thank you for sharing the story. I know that's a tough story. And, and you know, this isn't a political podcast, but I know that was just on top of the, the tragedy. It was a frustrating situation. Yeah, I think regardless and, of where you fall politically, that was a frustrating situation yeah. to watch paralysis happen or decision making happen and, and not having visibility into how we didn't prioritize human lives over political consequences is, is is something i mean i'll i probably have more insight into that as a private citizen than than most and i, I was i was never left filled with the answers that justified the actions i was never left with a sense that the right thing was done. And I, I, you know, that's something that we all will live with. I, I, I hope that policy will react better in, um, in future tragedies because this isn't the last time a Benghazi is going to happen. You know, it's just not. So hopefully we do learn from history. Hopefully that we don't repeat those mistakes and hopefully we value, 
American lives above consequence, um, you know, to, to a better degree and, 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 and bring our people home because that was avoidable. Yeah. And, and that's yeah. very frustrating, but you know, again, that, and that's not a political sure. statement. That's a, that's a human life statement. That's and that's, a, yeah. you that's know, a, to a degree, friend statement. Yeah. You, you could call it a patriotic statement. Like I care about American lives. I care about all lives, but if I got to rank them, I'm going to pull you out. You know, like yeah. I, I, that's, that's, that's who we are as a tribe. That's our tribe as Americans. Um, and it's, it's tough. It's tough to think that, that we let that happen. Yeah. Well, just, you know, thanks again so much. And, uh, you know, in addition to, uh, having an awesome name for your company, the, the charity aspect just makes it that much better. But, you know, so, so obviously you're, you were a collagen fan, you get together with your partner, you decide to build this company. You know, how I found you is because I'm, I'm a supplement person. You know, I'm always kind of tinkering, investigating things. Um, I got, I got two years on you, so I'm 52. So I've got all those aches and pains, you know, and, and I think one of the, one of the hard parts with supplements is there's still a lot of folks out there that think, well, you should get everything you need from food. Yeah. You know, and I hear that all the time and I'm like, okay, find me a person in America that's eating seven to eight servings of fruits and vegetables every day. You know, most Americans are eating zero. So, you know, is that, was that kind of part of why you just kind of said, Hey, this, we've got to take some extra steps to maintain a healthy lifestyle to not only feel good, but just to kind of survive every day. Yeah. So, so great, great comment there. So there's a lot of supplements out in the world and then you kind of look at where they're derived from and, and what their root is. So what is collagen? Okay. We know collagen's a protein. Uh, we know that you can get collagen from various parts of the animal, bone, um, cartilage and hide. So in other words, the connective tissue of the animal is rich in collagen. Well, when's the last time you were eating cow feet? When's the last time you were eating beaks of chickens and, uh, you know, maybe some feet of the chicken? Um, I'm going to go ahead and just venture to say that of your listeners and, and yourself, you're not putting pork feet on the menu or cow feet. And um, you're probably not eating a lot of trachea of different animals. It just doesn't quite translate to, you know, a nice meal. So, these are parts of the animal that we used to eat culturally. We used to eat hoof to tail. Well, we don't do that anymore. So as much as I can try and prescribe into that lifestyle and get my collagen naturally from those parts of the animal, man, I'm just not, unless I'm at a fancy steakhouse, I'm not getting a lot of bone marrow. So how do we, as our diets have shifted, still get that nutrient, that sustenance that we need? Well, all collagen is, the collagen that we sell, we sell a bovine hide collagen, that's cow hide. I I jokingly call Bub's collagen cow powder. (laughs) It's the connective tissue of the cow. It's the inner part of the hide that gets thrown away from the leather tanneries. So, you know, all the cow hide, when a cow is taken to slaughter, it's parsed out to different, you know, different sets. So the feet go to the glue factory, the meat goes to the meat factories, and the hide 
goes to the tanneries. Well, the tanneries scrape the inside and they scrape the outside and they just use that middle part of the hide to turn into leather. Well, that inner part used to get chucked into a landfill. It turns out that inner part of the hide is actually incredibly rich as a source of collagen. So the last 10 years or so, that has been shifted and now being upcycled. So instead of being thrown away, it's now being saved and used in the production of collagen. So it's great because it's incredibly rich in those amino acids that we were talking about earlier. So you're not getting that in your regular diet. No. I, don't, I, don't, I don't care who you are. So all you're doing is supplementing with a single ingredient product. So how far off of nature's path are you? You're not. You know, it's, it's a single ingredient. It's an unflavored product. It's ground up cow powder. That's it. Yeah. And, you know, you know and, I think one of the, one of my, I'm not, I don't sell collagen, but when people ask me about it, it's almost like a, why not? It doesn't yeah. have any taste. It takes you a couple seconds to put it into a beverage. It's relatively inexpensive. And for those people out there that have taken supplements and ever tried to choke down like a giant you know, multivitamin that makes you gag and, 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 and all sorts of other nasty stuff. It, it's, it's kind of just a why not for me. And, um, yeah. the, I think the simplest thing is coffee, you know, and, and uh, so uh, let me tell you my super coffee. So here, here's my super coffee. Take, take any coffee, preferably like a dark roast, Bub's collagen, Bub's MCT oil. Then I add cinnamon, turmeric, and then whatever sweetener you like. And then I use the, the frother blender and yep. that's, that's my super yep. coffee. And I, I mean, that's a fantastic coffee. So cinnamon, of course, for some people's can be a non-starter, but I, I, it's a fantastic add on. Some people like a little Manuka honey in there. Um, and you know, depending on what dietary protocols you're following, that's a fantastic beverage. So we, we call it the bubs brew when you take our MCT oil powder collagen and, and throw it in a coffee. Um, and then those add-ons are, are fantastic. Of course, you know, Phil Mickelson is, uh, has become somewhat famous for his coffee connoisseur style. And he's always talking about, you know, adding in those, those same ingredients. So, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say you and Phil are, are in good alignment. You can swap coffee recipes. Um, but, but, you know, the, the point is it is, it's, it's unflavored, it's heat tolerant, it's soluble. So, Hey, throw in a smoothie, uh, throw it in your oatmeal, throw it in rice, throw it in a stew or any soups that you're cooking with. It's going to work its way right in. You're not going to taste it and you get the benefits. I mean, it seems like a why not opportunity to me and the benefits absolutely answer the why. So the why not is, is really just making a product that's super easy to use. And our goal was, Hey, there's a lot of collagens on the market. There's yeah. no shortage of, of collagen, right? How do we differentiate ourselves? Well, Number one, we give 10% of all profits to charity. So the start of the company was to support Glenn's foundation. So 10% of all profits go to a cause. Well, that's great, but not everyone cares about charitable giving. Well, what okay. people do care about is the benefits to themselves, right? right. Like we are a me-focused culture. Well, the benefits we've already talked about, hair, skin, nails, joint health, muscle recovery, gut health, like all these connective tissue benefits well, that, that's your why. You need that help and, and it's there for you. Well, let's talk about the obstacles. People don't like to put in effort. I hate saying that, but it's true. Yeah, they want a pill. They want a magic pill. Right. So this is as close to that as you're going to get. It's 
an unflavored powder that's incredibly soluble. Drop it into liquid and go. That's it. That's all you got to do. I mean, it, you, you do, you're putting creamer in your coffee, you put collagen in your coffee. And for us, you know, I set out to have the best flavor profile, the best solubility. I wanted the best collagen on the planet. Well, I can tell you that all day long and you could go, yeah, Sean, whatever. You're the owner of the company. Like, of course you're going to say that. Well, the way we back it up is we went out to third parties to get these extra accreditations that would validate having the best product on the market. Uh, we're Whole30 approved. There's only one other brand that makes collagen that is Whole30 approved. That's the Whole30 clean eating diet protocol. Right. And we're the only brand that is 100% NSF certified for sport. Well, what does that mean? It means our product, every single production run of every single piece of collagen that, that leaves our, our production facility is tested for quality label claims cleanliness. So, so I'm I smiling know. because my son was home from college and he's a, he's a division one track athlete. And I'm like, oh. I'm like, Hey, you got to try this. And he quickly said, Oh, is it, is it NSF? I can only take NSF, you know? And I'm like, look, look right here on the bottle, you know? And so it, it passed his, his strict guidelines. There you go. And most people don't know what that is, but I didn't until what, he mentioned it. Yeah. Right. And I mean, you know, listen, I'll be honest. I never used to buy anything with that mark until I knew what it was. And then I realized like, wow, this is like the ultimate you know, level set in terms of quality. So let's go. So that was kind of how we approached the market. Let's create the best product that we can. If I'm going to put Glenn's name on the jar, the Bub's name, it has to stand for the best in quality. So we are proudly Whole30 approved, NSF for sports certified, and, you know, just, just take it for a spin and, and, and you'll see. It's, it's, a, it's a really neat um, it's been a really neat adventure to learn the space, to jump into a new area and honestly to share wellness and health with a broader audience because I just turned 50. I still want to snowboard and surf and do the things at the highest level that I can. Um, for other people that might be running your first 5K, uh, chasing your kids around or just having good quality of life. And that's really what it's all about. Yeah. It's just, um, again, I, I just, I go back to why not, you know, why not give it a shot? Um, what's, what's the length of time if you started taking collagen, say in your coffee or your smoothies or your drinks to, uh, how long would you need to take it to start to see and feel some of the benefits of the product? Yeah. Great question. So everyone's different. Um, so for me at 45, it took about two weeks, three weeks before I noticed my fingernails growing. And again, as a guy, you really notice that kind of thing. So I usually tell people two to four weeks, but here's what's key. You got to take it every day. Don't skip a day. Don't take it once and then go, what? Nothing happened. Right. Like it's not instant gratification. Like most good things in life, you have to work for it. So put it in every day. And after two weeks, you'll likely start to notice the nails a week after that, a week after that, like you just keep it going. And then for me, it took two months before I really noticed the joint health. Like when I really felt a, a great physical difference, I've had customers hit me up and say within three weeks, they could feel their joint health. And I'm like, I'm jealous. 
yeah. good for you. Yeah. Uh, but you know, everyone's a little bit different, but I would say you take it every day, start with a single scoop, ramp it up to two scoops a day. The recommendation is 20 grams or two scoops and you're locked and loaded. You'll, you'll notice that difference within a few weeks. And boy, if you can notice it, I challenge anyone to name another supplement where they've actually felt the difference. It wasn't caffeine and, and notice those benefits in the body. Yeah. And I think, you know, we're focusing a lot this year on habits and I think it's just, if you can get into the routine of adding it to your coffee, adding it to your drink, and it becomes part of your daily routine, you know, it's really not that much of a burden. And, you know, and to your point, you're not going to go do one ab workout and get a six pack. It's going to take, it's going to be a process. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I, I just um, I think that's really important to point out because um, a lot of people don't have the patience to to stick with it. But if they can, just kind of get over that hump, they can really start to experience the the things you mentioned. Um, yeah, are, it's just it's just going to make their life better, hands down. And I think when you when you look at habit forming, and we could, there could be an entire podcast right. around right. establishing routines. This isn't like you're asking someone to suddenly go from carnivore diet to vegan or or suddenly go full keto diet or like make a radical change you're talking about a routine you've already established you wake up in the morning you put on clothes you make your bed you have breakfast like these are things you're already doing well you're just going into your breakfast routine whatever that looks like and you're dropping one extra scoop into your this established routine. So it's very seamless to add into your daily routine. It's not like you're asking them to, to do something radical. If it's like, hey, you're going to run a marathon this year. And it's like, whoa, whoa, what? Well, the first step is lacing up the shoes. The first step is walking your first mile. And then two miles. And then three. And then you settle in on a 5K. And it takes time. This is just one of those things you do to accomplish those goals. Like you got to make them bite-sized. You got to make them manageable. And, uh, you know, adding a scoop of collagen to coffee or tea or a smoothie or a number of different recipes is easy because it's just right on the counter. You just pop it in and you're good to go. Yeah, it just, uh, it, it, it almost seems, I hate to say it, too easy. But, uh, you know, hopefully we can get some folks to to give it a shot. Um you know, hey, I will wrap it up here in a little bit. I just I wanted to say thanks again for for sharing Glenn's story and in your story. Um, for all of our listeners out there, uh, Bubs is one of our great partners. You can find them on our website. I'll let uh, let Sean tell you where else they can be found. Um, but I think we're in kind of a you know twenty twenty two is going to be a year where we all just need a little bit of help with everything, you know, with sleep, with aches and pains, with, um, managing our lifestyles. You know, I've been out working the, the COVID testing lines and being on your feet all day, man. I, I, you know, I work out and I, I do a lot of stuff that is rough. And so, yeah, you know, there are folks that are doing that every single day. And that's, that's always been our goal here through the get fit program is not to, not to help the the triathlete, which we will, but it's it's the day to day worker. I mean, you've got to pretend you're an athlete every day and take some stuff to help you. You know, you got to put your clothes out the night before. You got to think about the food you're putting in your body, and I've just seen that 
just in real life over these last couple of weeks dealing with the pandemic. So I'm always looking for products and services to to help our folks. And um, I'm glad we found you and made the connection. Uh, you know, personally, I'm a military brat, so I have a uh, just a big heart for all of our military operators out there and all their stories. And, and if you can buy a product that gives a little money back to help those folks, then Again, I'm gonna say it one more time. Why not? I mean, why not make this this little investment? And so, um, you want to tell us a little bit more about where where we can find you, Instagram, Facebook, all those kinds of things. Yeah, yeah, hands down. So, I mean, a little bit of a deeper dive on the Bub story. Our, we we share a lot on our social media. That's always at Bub's Naturals for Instagram and Facebook. So that's B U B S N A T U R A L S. Uh, our website, similarly, uh, bubsnaturals.com. Um, and you can kind of learn more about kind of who we are, what we do, what collagen MCT can do for you, apple cider vinegar, the different products that we have, and just kind of get those laid out for everyone. And uh, yeah, you know, we always try and have some fun with social and share in the adventures of life. So by all means, come out and meet us there. Uh, if you're ever in Encinitas, come and knock on our door. I'm, I'm, I'm here Monday through Friday. And uh, as long as I'm not recording a podcast, walk on in, you know. <laughs> and, um, you know, it, it's, uh, it's been a very interesting journey. We, we feel like we're just getting started and, uh, and incredibly excited to help people accomplish those goals. And, and you're right. We do all need a little bit of help. And so what a great year to invest in ourselves because – it's just like they say on the airline, put your mask on yourself first before helping others. If you're working that COVID line and you're not taking care of yourself, you're not your best self for others. So invest in yourself and you're going to be better for others. Yeah, we just hear, hear, man. Well said. And, um, you know, thank you for uh, for partnering with us. Uh, if you if you are listening and you're a Kaiser Permanente physician or employee and you go to the Get Fit website, they've been uh, kind enough to give us a really nice discount. Um, they're always running some cool promotions through their social media. I thought I saw a lot of funny stuff over the holidays. So you guys are doing a, a really good job. And uh, hey, let's let's do this again in the future. Maybe, uh, you know, circle back. I know you guys are always developing new products and different things are coming out. Love to have you back and uh, maybe even come out to some of our meetings at some point in the future. Let's uh, let's knock on wood and hope we get back to some in-person stuff, which is really, you know, kind of the heart and soul of all the wellness work that we do. So, um, hey, once again, thank you so much for your time. Uh, let's keep in touch and uh, appreciate all you're doing for the folks out there. And um, thanks again. It was a, it was awesome to talk to you. Yeah, this was amazing. Thanks, Andrew. I'm glad we uh, glad we got connected here and count on me for some of those in-person meetings. I, I, I can't wait to, to move past Zoom meetings and Microsoft meetings and get to real life, man. That's I look forward to it. Yeah. And I, I, as soon as you meet my younger son, he's going to be all over you about snowboarding. So um, just just be prepared. There we go. Looking forward to it. Well, have a great day. Thanks so much again for having me. All right. Thanks again. Take care. We'll talk to you soon. Cheers.